Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Danny Cola. This episode is super awesome because I get to interview my friend, Abish Desai, on Instagram at the Desai Lifestyle. This dude is a fitness trainer and he's in law school. Whenever you say that you don't have time to do anything or for meditation or for exercise or for eating right, this dude is a trainer and he's a law student. Not to mention he's building up a name brand on Instagram for himself, just building up a following every single day, 10,000 people at a time. This dude is crushing it. His quality photos, his video is providing a value on another level. He's a great example to anybody who is looking for inspiration. He's just saying and doing what he says he's going to do. And that's why I reached out to him, essentially, building a network, collaborating with other people that are like-minded, and sending out a, an extremely positive message. So I have nothing but love for that, and I'm really appreciative to pick the brain of somebody who's just not making excuses and doing work day in and day out. It's evident. So check his Instagram out at the Desai, D-E-S-A-I, lifestyle, Abish Desai trainer, law student outside of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So without further ado, here's my main man, Abish Desai. Hope you guys enjoy. Abish, what's good, man? How's it going? Thanks for doing the podcast. I really appreciate your time. As always, I know that your time is money, your time is experience, and I really appreciate it. No, I, dude, I, I should be saying thank you to you. This, I love commu- I love like just meeting new people in the industry. I love like communicating with people that I would n- honestly never have a chance to do uh, outside of like the Instagram platform and anything like that. So like just meeting new people is like honestly a godsend when it when it comes to doing all this. Yeah, dude, totally. I agree with you. I was at a wedding the other day and I was just like like a butterfly just going from like person to person group to group I'm like hey how's it going over here <laughs> it's just it makes it it makes it that much more fun and especially you know the instagram platform people will talk shit and i've been guilty of talking shit but it's just how you utilize the tool you know you mm-hmm. can judge just you can judge all day long and be bitter or you can like reach out to different people and like-minded people and exactly expand, expand on things you know yeah and so like that's that's actually one thing like i love that you actually contacted me because one thing I've seen on Instagram is that no matter how, I, I, like once people reach a certain quote unquote level, they don't want to reach out to you. They don't want to talk to you. They don't care about, and I'm like, you were here at a point. I don't understand. Like, why would you all of a sudden start being nasty to people that are still trying to come up in the industry when all they're trying to do is collaborate with you and work with you and honestly just add more value to you versus you just being completely nasty to them and then like not replying to them either not replying to them or anything because the way like i work is my instagram thing is completely free i don't charge anyone for anything all my training is completely free. Like I don't, I literally, and the, the program I released online, the only reason I charge for that is because I created it. Definitely. Other than that, any like personal training that I do and everything is completely free. Awesome. So for me, it's like a thing about passion and just kind of like 
helping people. And so definitely, definitely whenever dude, people, it goes back to like comparing yourself to people and like people are going to not reach out. Well, see, like when you say like not reach out to people, there are, there are sometimes that people are busy and I get that. And then, yeah. and then there's people that are like holding their nose up. Like I have mm-hmm. 300 million Instagram followers. Leave me alone. <laughs> peasant. Or at least, <laughs> or, or at least maybe that's like the perception that we have, but you know, we all do it, man. We compare ourselves and it's just something that we got to fight and, and like, just like make, just put no attention on it because I'm realizing that followers and shit, they don't mean a fucking thing. You know, no, I know, doesn't. dude, I know people who buy, buy followers. Like to me, it's like, why, why, you know, it just for the, just you're for wa- the perception. You're wasting the perception. money on like, you're wasting money. And then on top of that, you're literally, it, people can see your fake. Yeah, totally. And you know what? At the end of the day, that will always shine through, right? Mm-hmm. That will always shine through because then you're not going to be giving genuine content. I mean, you're going to run out of something if it's not coming from the soul. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like then if it comes from here and you constantly challenge yourself to be creative and take into information, and then I'm learning to decipher the information like on a simple level. Mm-hmm. Get, your, get your thought patterns together put it on a simple level so people could digest that value and they'll keep coming. They'll keep looking at your thing. Your thing will grow and that's how it's going to work. But anyway, uh, what do you, do you, what attracted me to you is it cause you're a law student and you're doing the fitness mm-hmm. thing. And when people say they don't have enough time, like <laughs> I'll, I'll send them over to you. <laughs> like you're, exactly. obviously, um, you're obviously prioritizing so, something right. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, I actually, so I've been, I'm, I'm in my last semester of law school right now, just to like kind of update you. It's like, I'm in my last semester of law school. I graduated in December um, and one, I'm finally done. But on top of that, it was yeah. in my second year that I just really started my fitness stuff. So I used to just bullshit bodybuild when I was in undergrad and mm-hmm. I didn't really like take it seriously I, I wasn't doing it to become famous or anything bullshit bodybuild so were you, were you yeah that's what i call it because it's just like you think you're bodybuilding but you're really not <laughs> you're just trying to get big i feel you yeah uh so that's what i was doing in undergrad but then um and i i was massive but then when i got into law school i stopped i got depressed i just started to like fall out of the gym like i just didn't go to the gym anymore but i still ate like i used to eat when i used to work out yeah yeah and so i got i just gained a lot of weight um and in my second year i just had a lot of personal issues going on in my family and other stuff um and i said to myself that i just need to get my physical self and my mental self back together um especially if i'm in law school especially if i'm doing everything that i'm doing i need to get myself back together so like Um, law school obviously that requires a ton of energy a ton of attention mm -hmm. prioritizing hours not to mention like figuring out how to do all of it and put it together and stay sane and then like realize i want to get my physical mental self back together how the hell do you put that in stride day to day because that's what i think a lot of people struggle with is figuring mm-hmm. out how to put that shit in tandem with their day so it becomes a priority and it has a positive ripple effect how did you go about that and i think 
I think it drove me because of where I was in my life at that time. I, I don't think it was anything else except for the fact that I was kind of honestly desperate to get myself back together. Yeah. Um, and what, uh, and sometimes it does honestly take extreme levels of depression or extreme levels of being desperate to get somewhere mm. to actually take that step forward. Uh, because you honestly get to a point, you get to a, a whole new low where it can only go up from here. Interesting. You you see that there's no more. Yeah, you're at the bottom. You can only go up from a certain place. That's very interesting. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on law? How did you get into it? Are you is that like something that you're extremely passionate about? Are you doing it to, to like what's that? Uh, it's not something I was extremely passionate about. But so coming from an Indian background, coming from you know an Indian family, I was given a choice like oh you either go into medicine, you go into business, or you go into law. It's interesting that like you got, you got a choice. Yeah. And so tried the medicine route. It wasn't going to work out. Um, I tried the business route second, but because of the business route, like I hated business. And so like I was going to go into finance and I hated it. But when I was still an undergrad and I was taking my finance courses, I found business law mm. and I found an interest in business law. And so I was like, okay, maybe this is something that I can, possibly do for the rest of my life and still like actually like doing it versus you know hating myself doing finance or medicine or something like that um and so when i found my business business law course i started you know i just completely changed my major and everything for the third time and um decided i'll go into law school um but yeah from that point forward i just decided i'm gonna go to law school and it's it's been a love hate relationship uh throughout but it's it's it hasn't been bad it's definitely something i do want to practice for for a while um but fitness is still one of my biggest priorities definitely. so yeah so like one of my main things is whenever i got like catching back up to when i started fitness back up when i actually did it for myself versus like just trying to look good or anything like that when i was actually focusing on the men mental aspect of it not just the physical it honestly felt better um because it was a way for me to like release all the stress that i had in my life and i know that's very it sounds very cliche and it sounds very it's it's one of those things where people are like oh i need an outlet i need to just go and work out and stuff like that but even when even when you do that in your regular life, you don't realize what you're doing. Uh, yeah, you no, don't realize I, I feel you. I want to. I want to go back. I want to go back to this law school thing, though. Abhishek. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like um, I don't know. You said that you had a one. You had a route. Like your parents are like you got to do X, Y, and Z. So when you're done with law school, is that something that you feel like you're gonna go into? And you know, you said you want to practice for a while. Like, what do you like? How does that? How does that work? Right. So obviously you're learning a ton of shit and you're learning so much about interacting with people when it comes to the law and how that culture works. But ultimately, if you don't see like a long-term thing there, is that going to keep causing stress for you to go to the exercise so you can reduce the stress so they can go back and do the, like, I know a lot of lawyers and they fucking hate what they do. And, um, I, I, one of my really good friends, I just, I just recorded, I'm just uh, edited a podcast that, with her and like, she's, she was so aware of it. She got out of it right away. And mm -hmm. 
she's still involved in law somehow, but she's not doing the lawyer route. Um, I mean, everyone's got their own individual path, but like, do you finish, I guess my question is, do you finish law school because it's for you or do you finish law school because it's for your parents? Not to be too harsh. No, and it's not, the, the, the way I see it, it's not harsh at all. Um, it is for my parents, in my opinion, and in all honesty, it is for my parents. Mm. Uh, if I had a choice, I wouldn't practice law, but the reality of it is I want to give back. My parents like fought their way Hell yeah. to get where they are right now. Right on. And they wanted to see a certain level of success with me and my brother. And so um, for me, it, it's definitely not something that I, I, it used to be something I resented. It's, it used to be something that I hated doing. I hated going and doing, but when I finally started realizing and when I picked up the fitness stuff again, it made me realize, okay, law can be something that I do for my parents and still be happy with because one, I'll be like, the income will be coming to me. Like I'll still have a good income. I'll still have a good uh, foundation and a good backup to fall on. Um, yeah. It's all, I mean, that, that's, also, that's, that's very good to have like, just in case, like I, I came from uh, the teaching world, you know, I was a high school teacher and mm-hmm. man, I was going back. How old are you, by the way? I'm 26. 26. Yeah, dude. So I'm 30 and I'm still trying to figure this shit out. And I was going mm-hmm. back and forth in this corporate environment. And man, I stopped teaching and I, I just did the fitness thing and I trained and I picked up clients and then I stopped that again. And I went back into the teaching because another opportunity came up. But I'm realizing now, and this is just like my personal thing, like, and I never had any sort of like, uh, I never sort of had any pressure from my parents to make me do X, Y, and Z. They were just like, Denny, you go figure it out. I, my dad actually left America to go back to live to, to Italy. And he's like, I mean, he's, the, he's, he's really like a good hearted guy, but basically he's like, figure out your shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, so like, that's what I'm, you know, still trying to figure out and I'm letting my, my heart guide me and I'm trying to figure out the smartest way to go about shit. But I realized that being a, I, I shot for being a gym teacher, bro. I, I thought that could be an awesome life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm realizing I totally undershot my goals. I was like, of course I can do the whole gym teaching thing and sustain that. But is that like everything that I want to do? Like I chase novelty. Like I realized when I was a kid, I wanted to be famous in a fucking rock band. and then. I realized that I wanted to be like a soccer player, superstar in college. And then I realized that I want to do the podcast thing. I'm constantly chasing this novelty that once I got that job that I set in myself, which was like a fear-based thing, I was like, oh, PE teacher job. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It just didn't end up working out. It didn't work out. And like now I realized they were just fear-based fucking choices that I made that now if I go in 100% of my own and build this shit up, that that's going to be something that's going to fulfill me to the max. Go global with my own education. Like that's thinking. Like exactly. That. You know what I'm saying? And, and the one, the way I see it. So when it comes to my law side and my fitness side, I kind of see it eventually coming together uh, because eventually when I want to open up my own gym and want to open up my own businesses and stuff, the law side is going to help. I will oh my, be my God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will literally be my own attorney. And so for me, that honestly, like, is one of the biggest gifts that I got. That's not cute. just from my, like, not just from law school, but at the same time, I it, I only have my parents to thank for actually pushing me in, into a route that will help me in the future. Yes. And I know, 
sometimes it doesn't always work out like that. It doesn't always work out to where the parents are right. Or we always want to look at it as, oh, I could have been doing something else when, but I, because of my parents, like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I'm losing you. No, this is so good. No. Abish, my brother. I lost all you. this other free time. If I just get my work done on time, I have so much other free time that I'm literally just sitting at home watching Netflix with. Yeah. So what no, am I doing totally, with my life? Yeah, no, totally, dude. And I, I really appreciate you going down that route and like sharing those things because like there's a lot of other cats out there that like have these similar thought patterns and go about life in their own unique way and question these things. And I don't know how honest people are with themselves. So like, dude, I really appreciate you fucking like going deep there right off the bat. I don't even know you that well. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. So, uh, uh, what kind of like, what turns you, like, I know that you said that you wanted to get into fitness because you needed to get yourself mentally and physically right. But, uh, and you went from bullshit bodybuilding but I see you doing a lot of, you know, animal flow movements and, and messing around with unconventional tools. How did you get into that as far as fitness? And so, so yeah, that- that's the that's the really funny story. Um, so I, I actually started off just wanting to lose weight, just doing it for myself. I wasn't planning on getting on Instagram like that or anything. Um, and what ended up happening was the day I decided that I'm going to transform, like, my entire self back to, like, where I want to be. Um, I was online. I was looking for like workout plans and different things like that. And it was always the same thing. It was always, oh, go on bodybuilding.com, look up the, you know, weightlifting plans, look up the bodybuilding plans, anything like that. And so I was tired of that. I had done that in undergrad. I had done that over and over again. And I, I hated it. I hated looking like the way I did. And so I was trying to look for something unconventional. I was trying to look for something specifically that dealt with uh weight loss so what's your ideal sorry to stop you what's your ideal physique for you like how do you see yourself wanting to look at where you are right now where you were and how you want to be like what's your ideal physique so my ideal physique so i'll go back to when i was in undergrad i was about three to four times the size that i am right now but i was muscle it wasn't fat it was muscle and then i like i'm only five seven I'm short as hell, especially for a guy. I'm short as hell. <laughs> and so I was started to look short and stout and meaning I just looked fat. Even if I had clothes on, like I looked fat yeah. when I had clothes on. And so it sucked because I was like, this is not what I want to look like. This is not what I expected um, to look like. And so whenever I started figure, wanting to figure out where I want to take my physique, I want it to be lean. I was honestly more so looking towards a long-term, basically long-term health. I didn't, I honestly didn't pay attention to my physique. Yeah, I wanted to lose weight, but I wasn't really focused on my physique. And I think that's what a lot of people need to take away is that your physique isn't as important as your long-term health, especially if your goal is to just be healthy. If your goal is just to lose weight, you should focus on what will actually help you in the long term versus focusing on, oh, let me just get big, let me grow muscles. Like 
definitely. let me go out and just weight lift. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a definitely a holistic approach to getting a client from A to B. I've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, when I was a younger trainer, getting into that whole mantra of, you know, we got to get calories in versus calories out and weighing ourselves all the time. Like, I stay away from that so much now. And obviously, like, there is, you know, calorie expenditure and calorie intake is a thing, obviously, but it shouldn't be what, what is revolving around your workout plan. Like, exactly. your, your aesthetics are going to come as a byproduct of all the other things that you're putting in. And you're going to mm-hmm. be you're going to be much more balanced, learn to interpret information a little bit more, um, you know, efficiently and understand a little bit more your innate wisdom and intuition when it comes to how you go about things in your future, which is the ultimate thing, right? How do we be present and how do we optimize in our present moment and understand that the present moment is all we have and not get attached to an outcome or cling too much to something in our past. Like, Mm -hmm that whole holistic approach is where the shift should be when it comes to a program. Like movement patterns is just one of those things. And unconventional fitness is a great way to strengthen your movement patterns, thus strengthening mm-hmm. your muscles and your, 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 your muscular and, system, your nervous system, all that jazz. And so that's actually something I never played around with was unconventional training patterns. And so when I was looking, um, and again, this sounds cheesy, but I was looking at um, just YouTube videos and different things like that, just to trying to find di- different kinds of workouts, different kinds, like, and yeah. I had never experimented with HIT before. Uh, just high intensity interval training was something that was never in my vocabulary. And so, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it is. And so when I started looking for it, I found, I ran across Chris Hemsworth's trainer, Luke Zucky. Um, and so Luke actually had a program out uh, at the time. And I was like, okay, I could pay money to do this at home or I could go get a gym membership and do the same thing over and over again. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to pay. Screw it. Uh, if I pay, I know I'll do it. And so, um and it doesn't always work out like that but i i knew at the time that if i paid i would do it and um so i i woke up the next morning after i got the program i started and i sucked at it i quit after like five minutes and i went back home and went to sleep because i was that (laughs) tired (laughs) um but it made me realize that i need to start looking away from physique i need to start stepping off the scale and that's actually something that Luke taught me. Uh, he taught me that because I actually ended up getting to work out with him uh, while they were filming for Endgame here in Atlanta. Oh, nice. Um, I actually got to work out with him, and he actually told me, like, step off the scale. Don't pay attention to it. It doesn't reflect what is actually going on in your body, and that was so true. And I don't think a lot of people are able to separate their appearance and their aesthetics from their actual workout um and that's what my goal is to help people understand that aesthetics will come your appearance will come focus on the work focus on the work you're doing so if you're if because if you're doing the work if you're putting in the effort if you're eating right you will eventually get to a point where you look good and you feel good totally totally if you 
keep focusing on appearance, you're going to be like, oh, I'm not getting where I need to be fast enough. And um, I think that was one thing I learned from his program. And so from then on, I was like, I want to keep challenging myself. And then that's when I discovered animal flow. That's when I discovered uh, kettlebell flows. And just honestly, everything that I do now, um, I started realizing there's so much more out there and there's so much more development that's still coming that I'm able to challenge myself constantly and create new flows, create new um, workouts just on my own because I've always been, I always used to be the kind of person that would follow a plan, follow somebody else's plan. And I realized that I don't need to be doing that anymore. Mm. I can literally create my own plan. I can just imagine myself doing something. And if I just practice it, I can do it. And that's honestly what happened. I was able to just practice on my own at home. I didn't join a gym for a year and a half. And I just did everything at home that I could. And I figured out that this is much easier than anything else that I've done. It's fun, dude. I like doing stuff outside in my front lawn mm-hmm. and just like spreading the good vibes. I know so many people that say to me, aren't you, aren't you worried about the people that making fun of you? It's like, it kind of gives me like a, uh, you know, more of a, it helps me deal with that. Like, you know, deep inside, we all give a shit a little bit because we don't want to be perceived as negative in the eyes of people like we all care about that right if we want to do something good in the world we're going to care if people think we're good or bad right exactly so so it's a practice of saying f off to all the people and you know like i i feel like you're doing flows outside you connect your feet into the grass you're outside in the sun um it's a good way to like attract the energy of people saying oh hey uh i should you know you guys want to work out together and then we build a, you know, a strong community of people that actually work out together, somewhat mimicking like times of when we evolved, right? In tribalistic times without all this crazy political society attached to it, even though we're living in some of the greatest times now, um, we can't like go too far away from, you know, our human nature. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like societies and corporate America, like, everything is so vanilla and so offended by everything that there's this huge disconnect because people are afraid to say things that they truly feel now. So Mm -hmm. we're going further and further away from truth. And we need to realize that we just need to look inward to find that truth. You know, you were uh, switch this conversation a little bit. You were talking about how you were looking at YouTube uh, and, and watching videos. Like that's the way, we educate ourselves a lot of times, you know, I'm, it's, it's a great way to educate ourselves nowadays. And, you know, you're putting good quality out there. We're all putting good quality out. Well, not all of us are putting good quality out there, but there's a lot of people putting good, valuable content out there. What are your thoughts about the future of education and how we go about college in the future? Like you come from a family that says your success is based on like how well you do in school. Like mm-hmm. what do you think the, the, for the next generations are going to go down that or have that mentality? Um, I hope as much as I hated it back in the day, I hope they do still have that mentality. Um, I know that so many people, they see the entrepreneurship route. They see all these other ways to make money. Yeah, a lot of That's great. I honestly envy that I didn't have that opportunity back in the day 
because I was too busy trying to party. I was too busy trying to enjoy my life that I never saw that. Oh, if I could have started and, and I regret, that's the one regret I have is if I started this earlier, if I had started my fitness journey earlier, I would have been further along in my journey. But as much as that is true, I also wouldn't have been the same person. So yeah, dude, you're I in the hope, right spot. You're in the right spot for you at the time. Like it's all about exactly. being present, you know, like starting earlier or later, that's just like a, a relative statement. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't regret so, it. So don't, don't, don't kill yourself too much about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so with people, with kids now, with kids that have the opportunity, I hope they see that, okay, college is not a bad thing. College is not college, graduate school and everything is not a bad thing. Yes. It costs a lot of money, but if you choose the right path, you'll also get a return later on. That's better. And you still, if, if you honestly just take the time out, and realize that, okay, if I give up a little bit of free time, if I say no to hanging out with friends sometimes, if I, instead of sitting on, on the couch watching Netflix, if yeah, I just take that time. I get you. I get you. Huh? Being disciplined. Instilling yeah, yourself exactly. If you just become disciplined. And the reason I'm giving examples is because I think saying, oh, just stay disciplined, people have a negative stigma towards it they think, oh, that means I need to be bored all the time. They need to be, I need to like sit and study all the time. And that's the thing is like, I'm the one thing I did was when, especially when I, I taught myself photography and videography, I do all of that on my own. Yeah. Um, all the pictures and all the videos on my stuff. Yeah, I do on my job, own. And so when I had the opportunity to do it, I could have slept all night. I could have sat on the couch and just watched Netflix all night. But what I ended up doing was I bought a camera and I watched thousands of hours of videos and just learned how to use it in the most efficient way possible. And I think that's another thing is, yeah, you have your baseline education, which is college, which is under, like, you know, all that. That's your foundation for just life in general. But if you have a passion for something, if you have the opportunity to go out there and get it, you have the time for it. It's just you have to go out and get it the way you need to. So for me, it was watch YouTube videos, learn photography, learn Definitely. videography. But there are, there are kids doing that right now at 18. They're bypassing the whole undergrad and graduate thing too. You know, like there's a lot of kids that start out spending a, a, a lot of money on, on college. And like, dude, college, like I went to college. And I, I love my college experience. My wife's got a master's degree. Like she also grew up very traditional like that, like undergrad, master's, like she got it at 23 years old. And I had to go back. I took a couple of years off and I went back. Mm -hmm. I originally dropped out. So like there's a tons of routes, but there's a lot of kids that want to take the time to do those things from YouTube and learn and dig into their passions first. And like, oh, okay, well, if there's a route where I want to go that needs higher education, some certification, some sort of uh, degree to work for a company, and like, that's basically it, right? You get a degree, you work for a company, and that's like, you get a salary. That's, that's the end result. I mean, I can't think of anything else that that does for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you get, and, and you get a law degree, you, you become a lawyer, you work in like, you work in the, these these types of cultures because that's what it requires you. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, what were you going to say? Yeah. And so for me, I kind of looked past all that. Um, so whenever I now, and, and now I look past all that as well is 
Yeah, I and because I wanted a more positive outlook on basically law in general, like law school in general, because I didn't have it at the time. I was being extremely negative about it. I hated going to class. I would skip class most of the time, and I hated doing it. But then I realized, no, I need. And in undergrad, I skipped most of my classes too. Like, yeah, I did great. I passed. I moved on, and the only thing I remember from those times is the memories that I made and and I know you don't go to school for your memories but at the same time I wouldn't give that up for anything yeah I was good that's yeah that that life experience that you get in college that experience just growing yourself getting get being out there in the world by yourself even if you can't afford anything even if you're living on pocket change it doesn't matter you can actually still get a life experience oh yeah figure out where you need to be and even if you don't figure it out in the four years and you move on and you still haven't gotten to where you wanted at that point you are still a bigger person for going to college and getting the education and at that point no one can take that away from you totally one thing i see is no one can take everyone can take Uh, anything away from you, any personal item away from you, but no one can take your knowledge and no one can take your life experience. Those are the two things I don't think anyone can ever take away from you. And so one thing I love about college and one thing I love about law school is that it built me up as a person. And I think a lot of people, especially right now, uh, the kids, 18, 19, 20, what they're trying to do is they're trying to rush the process. They're honestly trying to get ahead of the game. And I understand that you have a passion for something. That's amazing. A lot of kids don't know what they want to do and they sign up for school anyway. And then they leave, yeah. they leave four years in debt. No, dude, what you're describing is like totally good. Like, yeah, you get a great experience. It's just super like not affordable <laughs> and then people no, get, and it's not yeah that's get true four years out they get four years out and then yeah they have this great experience and you know connections made and it changes you like fuck yeah i'm grateful mm-hmm. for my college experience but like it's limiting me to just be a teacher in the state of illinois like that's all i, I mean i can get i can get obviously certificates in other schools in other states but like it limits me to the foundation that is the academic system you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and, and- and another and thing was like that $70,000 of debt. And that was just, you know what I'm saying? Like people end up with $200,000 of debt, you know, mm-hmm. $400,000 of the debt that n- never goes away. So like th- I, there's pros and cons. If it was much cheaper, then I would be like, yeah, I love the whole like going away and being by yourself and learning and going to class and, and, and growing in that, that way. Like it's a fun culture, right? It's got sports mm-hmm. teams and frats and sororities and different clubs. And, you know, it, a lot of colleges are in cool towns and shit. Like that's such a, it's, it's great, but like the way it's working right now and like, yeah, there are a lot of kids rushing the process. There are a lot of kids that don't know what the fuck they want to do, but there are also a lot of kids under pressure saying they have to do this when they don't necessarily feel like it's the right move. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot mm-hmm. on that spectrum. And I, I definitely agree. And so one thing I did want to say is I forgot to give a disclaimer that I was also privileged. I also had parents that were there supporting me every every step of the way, Huge. not only with the money, not but everything else. And so for me to say that I'm also forgetting that 
not everyone comes from this position. Not yes. everyone comes from the position that I came from. And I think the one thing that I could tell people is just sit down. If you have time, just sit down and tell your, ask yourself, what do you want to do? And if you don't figure it out the first time, sit down again and a third time and a fourth time and keep sitting down and actually reflect on what your daily, every single day you're learning something, whether or not you know it, you're still learning something. You don't, even if you're not going to school, even if you're not doing anything, you're still learning something. And so I think one thing people can take away is sit down and figure out where you want to go. What do you want to do? Do you ever think because about those- anyone else out there? They're not paying your bills. They're not paying your rent. They're not, they're not giving you anything of value. So their opinions are just their surface level. They yeah, don't know sure. you. Yeah. And they don't know you. They don't know where you're coming from. And just like I forgot to say that. I, yeah. I come from a privileged family where I had all those things, but for other people, I think that they need to sit down and take the time. And I think school from K through 12, I think it tries to teach us to sit down and do that, but it doesn't do it oh, in it an totally effective does. way. Yeah. And it doesn't do it in an effective way. No, no, it's an old model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think that at a certain point in your life, you need to sit down and figure out where you want to go and if you will need a backup plan. Do if you, you ever, need a backup plan. Uh, do you ever think, do you have those thoughts when you're doing animal flows or like kettlebell flows? Like I like to, cause you say, you keep saying, sit down, sit down and think about it. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with sitting down and thinking like, I love doing that. But some of my best ideas come through when I'm flowing, especially oh, with the mace, with the mace, flowing with the mace and clubs. Like I don't even think I just move. And then like, I get these crazy thought patterns. You ever get mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I do. And that's the great thing is, um, I, and I completely agree with you is sometimes action does create thought and, and great thoughts. And so, um, whenever I am working out, whenever I'm creating flows and stuff, I do, but the flows that have been the most successful ones so far. And, and it's all, it also comes from a passion of mine, but I'm sitting down, I'll be doing absolutely nothing. And all of a sudden I think, oh, oh shit, that would, that move will, that movement will go really good with this movement and I can transition it like this and kind of challenge myself. Um, An example I'll give is I just recently collaborated with someone and he told me pick four moves or four different movements, two explosive and two not explosive and two just controlled and so I did. He did the same thing. But the thing was for me was I had to somehow figure out how to put all eight of these movements together. Eight movements that originally are not supposed to go together. They were never supposed to form one big movement. And I sat down and I thought about it and I thought where I needed to take it. And the same thing with all the other advanced flows that I put out is sitting down and you're just taking the time to actually understand why you're moving a certain way, why your movement is going to get a certain way, and then putting it into practice. Yeah, for sure. I, for sure. I think 
and I know planning isn't everyone's thing. And just like you said, action, action leads to thought as well. So it's not always, oh, I need to plan it out and then put it into action. Sometimes you do have to take a leap of faith. Oh, yeah. that's uh, So I was talking about that with a friend of mine, that John Beneducci. He says that you always got to leave a little room for the universe to play and mm-hmm. have a part in it all. What are your thoughts on like spiritual connection and, uh, you know, meditation, psychedelics, the DMT? Like, what, do, you, do you have any opinions on that? I don't. Um, I, what's, what's interesting to me is how a lot, I, I've met a few people recently that are really into the whole spiritual thing. And I kind of try to stay away from it mm. just because um, it's, it, it's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do think meditation is something that I kind of do without wanting to do interesting i reflect and this is something i actually tell people on my instagram is meditation is not supposed to be about oh sit down and clear your thoughts and like stop thinking about everything no it's a redirection it's actually supposed to be about thinking about all your problems it's supposed to be thinking about everything that's going on in your life and bringing it into your head and accepting what's going on and the only opinion I have on that is that's what you should be doing is learn to sit down. If you have issues going on, if you have family problems going on and believe me, I have tons of family issues going on. Um, I have tons of um, school issues going on and stuff like that. And so for me to say, just sit down and understand that it's okay to have problems. It's okay to actually be going through a hard time in your life uh, because it can lead to better things. It can well, lead again, to- it's just shaping you, right? It's like sharpening, mm-hmm. sharpening your, your tools, right? Giving you exactly. experience, giving you experience so that you can learn so that you can keep growing. But I will say, uh, I'll challenge your thought process on this. Um, so you said like thinking about your problems, right? basically in meditation you want to shift the energy from all of those things back inward right because everything Mm -hmm. that's happening in your life and you learn this through years of meditation is that things that are happening in your 3d realm are a manifestation of what's happening inside Mm -hmm. right so like during during your breathing during your meditations you want to take all the energy you you throw out there externally and and cut it and bring it back right? So the mind shifts like it does and naturally goes from the bills to this project, to this meeting, to this, right? Not that they're all problems, but our attention is on those things, right? Our attention is on that 1230 class. We have to be in that building Mm -hmm. at the time. Our attention is on what we're doing for dinner with our girl the next day or the clients that we have and the shit that we're doing on Instagram and video and all that stuff. Like our mind goes to those places. However, Again, it's utilizing a lot of our energy. So to bring it back center and redirect our brain is exactly what meditation is about. Bringing yourself into a more calm, relaxed state so that, that, so that Abish, when shit does hit the fan, we can respond as opposed to react. And right? Exactly. And so I, the way I see it I, is my idea of meditation 
kind of connects with yours because uh, instead of yours challenging mine, I see it as a connection between between both because when you start accepting all those things, definitely. There you go. I feel like, I like when that you word. start accepting everything that's going on around you. And that I don't just mean problems. I, I say problems because that's what happened to me. I had a lot of issues you got going on at the time. But a bitch ain't one hit me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so for me, it was about kind of accepting what's going on around me and not reacting to it, not becoming sad because of it, not becoming angry because of it. I wanted to understand for myself how I can start to just accept things and then take action on them. Yeah, bingo. One by one. Yeah, Uh, one by one. Because the sooner you learn that you can take it step by step and you don't have to keep thinking ahead of time, so this is something I actually talked to my dad about uh, a while back. And me and my dad, we didn't really start talking about very deep things up until very recently. Sweet. And so for me, it was a big step. And so he kept on asking me, like, what about a job? Like, what's going what's gonna to happen? Like, what are you going to do when you graduate? Are you going to be able to yes. find a job? What are you there gonna- it is. And, and I was like, dad, I haven't even taken the bar yet. And put the bar aside. I haven't even graduated yet. Like, I can't keep thinking about the future up until I, I go step by step, right? Up until I take certain steps, I can't even think about finding a job. And so for me, I've already taken a step of, oh, let, let me do internships. I've already taken a step of getting experience. So now my next step is to graduate. My, then my step is to take the bar. And then I can start thinking about getting a job. And so one thing I usually like want to like reinforce into people is stop thinking so far ahead. I think that's the number one mistake people make is it's great to think about the future, but that also inherently stresses us out. Oh yeah, for sure. And we get, attached, we get attached to outcomes and we compare, we compare our past to what we think our future is going to be like. So like all that could also play a huge role. Meditation definitely helps you become a little bit more present. Now let me ask mm-hmm. you this. What happens when uh, you start thinking, shit, dad, I want to, I want to do this fitness stuff. Then what? That's the thing. How would so, that, how would that go over? Like, have you thought about that? Did that stress you out a little? No, it didn't. So that I, <laughs> What's funny is that, again, my dad and I never talked about stuff like that, right? It was always like, what, how's school going? How's this going? Yeah. Um, how's your career stuff going? And for me, that was always the one thing I was at a disconnect with my dad is I don't always want to talk about school. It kind of gave me a negative um, aftertaste about talking about just school all the time with him. And I never really connected to him on a personal level. And then this fitness stuff started taking off. And yeah, I think it, that's bro. when he realized that, oh, wait, there's other things in life that we can be successful at than just being in school. Um, and yes, school is definitely one of my number one priorities just because it's a backup to if the fitness stuff doesn't work out. But at the same time, your fitness stuff's going to work out. You're, you're a exactly. crusher, bro. You're a fucking crusher. <laughs> you know it. You don't, do, you don't do law school when the fitness stuff. 
and not have that passion and drive for it. Dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's going to be something that, uh, you know, I'm interested in seeing what plays out for you, man. Like, I think that you, your passion is strong. You, you, you're committed to the, to the fitness stuff that you're doing and you're utilizing the platforms, dude, you, you like, that's something that's not easy to fucking do. Right. Mm -hmm. How much time? Oh yeah. I realized that when, before a long time ago, when I used to judge the people that were on Instagram, I completely like stopped judging people because I was like, wait a second, this is a lot more work than it, it seems to be. Dude, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Be, um, we, and then, and like, again, like judging and we all do it, right. We all fucking get caught up in our own little thought schemes and we say, ah, we all fucking do it. Right. But we just got to remember that like people are, we're all more sim alike than we are different. And mm -hmm. when we, we can, when we judge, it's just an insecurity inside of us. It definitely is. Yeah. You know, it's an insecurity inside of us. And it's that, it's dude, because it's something that, and for me, it was something that I could never imagine myself doing and putting that hard work in to be able to do it. I, at that point in my life, when I was doing the judging, when I was actually like, oh, these people are just like doing nothing with their lives. They're just on Instagram working out. And I'm like, wait, no, that wasn't the case. These people were putting in hard work. Yeah. And I was insecure about it because I wasn't able to at the time. Yeah, for sure. Like I wasn't mentally ready to be able to even think about putting that effort in. So does your, uh, is your dad follow you? Does he follow you? Uh, he, he and my mom are on, like, they have the same Instagram page and my mom likes everything. And my dad watches yeah. the videos and stuff. Yeah. yeah but you're I mean, fucking, like, dude, you're beasting over here, man. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, got a, he, lot of, a lot of good professional photos. You got a lot of good co uh, quality video. You, you go into the parking garage. You're consistent with those movement patterns. Like, yeah, you move really well, dude. Like, in your head, you have that conversation with your dad. You say, dad, look, I got the lawyer degree. I passed the bar. I did all my shit. I graduated. I'm going to be a, my, my own lawyer while I run my own gym or I do my workshops globally. What, what does he say to that? He, we, we actually had that conversation. Tell me. Um, and he, he said he's in full support of it. Yeah. Um, it's something I didn't expect. Um, it's actually something that I never expected from, uh, to come out of his mouth. And I, I thought he was going to say, Oh, you, you need to focus on school. You need to buckle down. You need to make sure like, you know, you get a job and you only get, you only take care of that job. You don't need to be doing anything extra. And then when I talked to him, it was all about, no, follow your passion. You're doing amazing. You've gotten a great you know, you're, you've gotten a great start to where you want to be. Huge. So why would you stop now? And when he said that to me, it was a huge thing because I was like, I did, I started all this without telling anyone. I did not just anyone. I did not tell anyone. I was just, and that's why people were so shocked. People around me and my, fr my friends at the time and everyone were so shocked that I was doing something like this, that, their response was, Oh, he's going to fail. He's not going to, he's not going to get anywhere with this. And for a year, I didn't even, I didn't even think it like I woke up every day with like 300, 400 followers. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why, why am I putting so much effort into this stuff when I'm not getting anywhere? And I was like, no, you know, and I kept reassuring myself, no, you need to keep going. Like fuck what everyone else says, fuck what people yeah. think. And I think that's been something that eventually became a reputation of mine 
um, just last week, I started training a friend of mine. And like I said, I do all my training for free. So it's something I do as a passion. And when I went to the gym with him, um, so you don't make any money at all. You don't monetize off Instagram at all. Um, off Instagram I do. Um, and I only work with companies that I really, really want to work with. Um, I've rejected about 10 other companies and it's because I just didn't want to work with them. Um, Who do you work with on Instagram now? So the uh, companies that I work with right now are on running. I work with Jaybird, um, and I just got done, done working with degree. Um, so out of the 13, or 14 companies that I've contacted or that, that have contacted me, I only work with like a very few of them. Oh, and 10,000 uh, gear. That's another company that I work with. Nice. Um, but other than that, I don't really engage myself in working with a lot of companies. Um, and I, I mean, I'm an ambassador for Lululemon and them, or not an ambassador, but just a affiliate with them. But I don't really put in the effort to actually like go out there and advertise because one thing that I think I, I, I just hate about some people's Instagrams um, and I, and all power to them because it's something that I just didn't want to do personally with mine is make it look like a big giant billboard. I didn't want it to become something where I'm just constantly advertising for people. Right, right, right. You don't want to do that. Shit. Um, because one thing, one thing I've always wanted to do was just help people get past certain things that are holding them back. And that's been a huge passion of mine is fuck the workouts, fuck everything else. Uh, I want to help people get past whatever's holding them back because that's what happened to me. And I think it happens to a majority of the people in the world is they just need an extra push. They don't, they need someone outside of their family sometimes to tell them, no, you can do it. Go and get what you want. All you need to do is take the step. And one of the analogies I give is it's like driving somewhere, right? We always want to go to the grocery store. It's a chore, but sometimes we're just too lazy to go. But once you start the car and you're on your way, you're not going to stop in the middle of the road and just sit there. You're not going to, you want to get to the grocery store, finish your task and come back. So one, the way I see it is if you just start doing what you need to do, you will get to your goal. Definitely. You're not going to stop because why would you put all that effort in to get there and then just stop? Yeah, like, unless you just really didn't want to do it anymore. Why would you stop? You got to find those internal motivations. That's why there's guys like you out there, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why we do what we do. We got to, we got to just shift. Shift just a little something, shift a little energy so that someone can realize about themselves and say, hey, I can fucking do this. I can do whatever I want. Right. And, you know, hopefully enjoy the process, because as we discovered, like you're you're in the place that you're supposed to be. And there's something in your reality currently that's shaping you up to learn something that's just going to, you know, better you in the future. And that's mm -hmm. that's it, man. So, uh where can everybody find you, dude? Where can everyone find your stuff? Um, Instagram, uh, the Desai Lifestyle. Um, Desai Lifestyle. That's, that's where everyone can find me. Um, they can email me. They can contact me. Um, 
through my Instagram as well. They can find, they can go to the decidelifestyle.com as well. Um, that's another place they can go to. Um, but and that will that, just leave you get access to your online training there. Uh, yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Um, what about podcasts for you in the future? Maybe like a, uh, you know, a law guide for all fitness people out there. Is that coming soon? Or what? <laughs> um, I, I don't know about podcasts. I, I think that's the one thing I personally never wanted to get into. Um, but again, I don't know. That's I'm never close. I'm, I, I don't close myself off from opportunities. Are you on YouTube? And so I think it would be great one day possibly. Are you on YouTube? I am on YouTube. Yes. Nice. Uh, I haven't posted a video in a while, but I am on YouTube. It's still the Decide Lifestyle. Um, I, I've been telling myself I'll start podcasts, but oh, not podcasts. Sorry, uh, vlogs back up. Um, I think this week and today might be the first day that I start filming. Get it, get it, Abish. Yeah, that's it. Well, hey, dude, thank you so much for your time, and I really appreciate talking to you. And uh, I really thank you for getting personal there. Like sometimes I'll, I can ask some you know, questions that dig a little deep. I just think it's super interesting. Of course, you know, man. Especially like, you know, talking culture, intertwining the way we think and how we go about our future endeavors. You know, I think there's a lot of people feeling along those same lines as us. And like I said, we're more alike than we are different. So I thank you for, you know, your time and, and sharing your stories and your endeavors and good luck to you, man. I hope, uh, you know, you fucking finish that law school and you pass the bar. Thank you. And uh, just keep doing your thing, man. And best of luck in the fitness endeavors as well. Like you got a lot going for you. And people should look to your Instagram for inspiration when they say they don't have time for shit. Like if you could be in law school and do the fitness stuff and do all the things that you do helping people, like you're, you're just adding your value to the world and uh, impacting on a cosmic scale. So I appreciate you. I appreciate it. And thank you for like, I, I love, I love doing this. I love talking to people. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I love meeting new people. Um, and I know I'm not meeting you in person, but this in itself is just amazing. Um, Definitely. I, I, I might come to Atlanta in the next couple of years. If we do something out in Atlanta, then I'll hook you up or I'll hook you up. We'll hook up with you and we'll fucking, you know, I don't know. Go to Buckhead. Buckhead's fun. Yeah, I man. To Buckhead. You hang out there every once in a while? I actually, I live like 500 feet away from Buckhead. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I live, a, I live like a, in Midtown Atlanta. Like I live right in the heart of Midtown Atlanta. So cool. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I definitely don't want to leave the city. No, dude, um, Atlanta's awesome. Actually, my wife just left for Atlanta today. The Ace Convention is going on this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Should have come I'm with still, her, man. We could have done this in person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she left this morning at like, I don't know. It was like three thirty when she left, and mm-hmm. uh, she just texted me. I don't know, like four hours ago saying that she landed and everything's good. Is it really hot there? Um, it's actually better than most days today. That's good. Because I remember going yeah. down there in July for – they do this flag football tournament called Fallen War- Warriors Tournament out there. Mm-hmm. And I play competitive flag football. Well, at least I did. I haven't been playing much recently. But we used to go down there to Atlanta in the summertime and hang out in Buckhead. That's how I know Buckhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotten it's – gotten, much worse when it comes to the heat here um but i think it's starting to cool down a little bit just because of fall Um, definitely yeah all right man well hey thank you again for your time uh good luck with everything and let's uh well once this comes out you know we'll we'll promote it on the on the pod on the the instagrams and all that shit so um thanks man i appreciate you no thank you thank you again um and we'll 
hopefully we'll do this again sometime. Definitely, dude. I would love to do this again and talk a little bit more about your law fitness podcast that's going to come out. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> once I graduate, we can do it again and, and Go where there. I'm going from there. <laughs> yeah. All right, boss, man. Yeah. I'll see you soon. All right, man. Bye-bye. And that was the podcast, everybody. Make sure to give Abish a follow at The Decide Lifestyle. That will be a link in the show notes. What a great person, somebody who's getting after it. Again, like that is an example of somebody who's determined to get shit done and figure himself out and learn and grow, right? While providing value to so many other people. So that being said, everybody, if you like what you heard today, make sure you share it with somebody. If you could rate and review the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Let's connect on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. There you can find all my workouts and uh, little tidbits on uh, becoming more balanced and uh, really understanding reality and understanding yourself so that you could achieve max potential, right? This is what this is all about, um, providing a value to one another and growing together and connecting so that we can keep uh, impacting on a cosmic scale. That's my, that's my level. That's the way I think about things. Also want to take a second to talk about my Steelmaster 101 workshop that's going to be taking place October 26th if you're interested in learning how to do steel mace movement patterns and uh, you're in the Chicagoland area, October 26th. I would love to have you there. October 26th, 11 a.m. The link is in the show notes. Learn the steel mace, learn how to utilize it with a safe and effective way so that you can use it for yourself and for your clients. That's it, everybody. Thank you for supporting. All the love in the world. Peace.